on today's episode of the turn pod more nba drama surrounding redacted as well as anthony davis we're going to review week six in the nfl preview thursday night football for week seven we have live in-game coverage of the mlb national league and american league championship series games a little bit of sixers talk a little bit of flyers talk potentially some in-game analysis of the sixers and pelicans game and a listener suggested top five scary movies. But first, a word about our sponsor, Anchor. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Do not be overwhelmed. It's only episode 12 of the podcast where the two hosts cannot possibly be kicked out of practice because we do this live. Welcome, welcome to the Turn Pod, episode 12. <laughs> Along with Joel, I am Rob. How are we doing today? Pretty, pretty good. Day off my last Wednesday for the foreseeable future because I'll be moving. I'll be taking my talents to Thursday and Fridays from now on on my <laughs> days off. How about you, sir? How are you doing? Pretty good. A little tired, but pretty good. I heard you got a, a flu shot recently. Yeah. So you got your microchip update last week. Now you got a flu <laughs> shot. You are ready to kick winter. Yeah, I got all the software. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, this one doesn't make you sleepy. So I guess you're the one that's going to get the, all the upgrades. Any upgrade along the way, you're like, ah, yeah, I'll do it. Minor Twitch, whatever. Microchip <laughs> uh, 10.8 update. Just activated. <laughs> hey, man, do we have any uh, any mailbag this week? It's been so actually, before. the only mailbag that I received, mm -hmm. yeah, the only mailbag I received last week is actually going to be the... Um, the inspiration for our top five this week. Really? Somebody wrote in, um, yeah, they asked what my favorite, or I guess what our favorite scary movie was. And uh, we figured that would be a good idea to use as our top five for this episode, considering we're about a week and a half away from Halloween. I think we're what, 11 days from Halloween. So I think it was a nice little break in the sports and nonsense. Now, if so it we'll was, save that for the end of the episode. Now, if it was top five Halloween movies, Different story, different story, but we have scary movies, so little change, little change in there, but yeah, a little bit of a the theme of Halloween, the month of October, but my top five, it's decent. I'm gonna just say that it's not gonna be a barn burner blowout, but yeah, yeah, mine is a pretty vanilla list, but I'm sure we'll get some feedback on it. Well, I guess we'll jump right in. We didn't practice this, but nor did someone else. <laughs> um, it's a shame we waited until Wednesday to do this because yesterday would have been a good day to do it. So Redacted was kicked out of practice yesterday. Um, what a giant mess. I, I, so since we've spoken to the other uh, listeners out there, um, after the last episode was recorded and before this one, in that little time period, Redacted actually returned to practice and... Um, I, whether or not he was interested in being there, I'm going to guess he probably wasn't, but he showed up because he wasn't getting paid. He figured I'll show up, go through the motions, get paid. Um, Monday he was there. Uh, there, in fairness, there was a picture that surfaced. It looked like there was a phone in his pocket. It was actually supposedly another, like an extra Jersey. So got him <laughs> some slack there. He wasn't on his phone, but yesterday during practice, uh, yesterday during practice, um, Doc Rivers 
apparently asked him to participate in a defensive drill and he refused um, twice. And then Doc said, well, you might as well go home. So he dropped his ball. That's where we home. are. Yep. Now he should have taken the ball and went home. That would have been better, but he dropped it and left. More oh, yeah. I mean, if he took it with him, that would acknowledge the fact that he might actually work on his game. So, <laughs> so here we are. We're Sixers opening night. It's it's a night that's supposed to be exciting. A night full of hope. They're just a giant black cloud hanging over the team right now with this untradeable asset that is just sitting and not even participating at this point. And, you know, the team's best player has pretty much buried him at this point. So we're at the point of no return, I guess. Yeah, we're at that point now. Um, and that massive, nice press conference of Joel Embiid, I think he's going to go off more now. He is going to be more op- more outspoken, and he got suspended already, uh, redacted. So I feel like he's going to get re- suspended or he's going to be sat down for the rest of the season type of thing until he gets traded. So uh, whatever. I mean, I can care two Fs about him. Yeah, so the starting five has already been revealed for tonight. Tyrese Maxey is a starting point guard. Like to the that. surprise of probably nobody. Yeah, me too. I guess to the surprise of nobody at this point because, you know, unless Redacted was going to play, it, I doubt they were going to start Thibault and use Curry as like the primary ball handler. Shake Milton's not really a starting caliber player. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what happens tonight. Um, in the in the rundown, we actually gave um, – so in the rundown, by the way, um, I just got the notification for it. Um, Rafael Devers hit a home run while I was like pretty much in the middle of the sentence saying we're going to have some live <laughs> updates on um, the ALCS. I didn't want to cut out in the middle of reading that and say something, but um, I just got notification about the Flyers game starting and that reminded me of it. <laughs> uh, now it's 7-1. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh I would have hoped it was a more impactful home run, but a solo home run does nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's going into the eighth now, I believe. So, what a weird series that's been, dude. Um, before we jump to baseball, that yesterday's game or what, what was it? Game four, uh, or the Braves game? No, no, game four of this series, Red Sox Astros. Astros seven run ninth inning to tie the series was nonsense. It's craziness. Why oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, dude, craziness. But we'll touch on that when we get to MLB. Oh, I knew the Dodgers one. I didn't know anything about the Astros game. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it didn't ever reveal. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Um, Wait, so, so what is it? Two two in in that series yeah. and two one in the other one. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. wow! So the Houston's actually going to take the lead tonight. Yep. Unless there's a miracle from Red Sox Nation out there. Um, back to redacted. Didn't as, know as that. much as we don't want to like talk about him really like that. It is big news, and we've been talking about this for what? Almost a month now? Pretty any much news since we started. Yeah, any yeah. news are redacted? We'll get to you. Now we're here, we're like... Yeah. <laughs> we don't even want to talk yeah, about it. Fucking, you know. Because he's just... He's not playing ball. Not playing ball at all. Um, and the, the thing that bothers me the most here um, is that he's trying to paint himself, or maybe his camp is trying to paint him as the victim. If you or I... I just decided not to show up to work or decided to show up to work unfit to work and blamed our coworkers for everything. We'd be fired on the spot and they would 
find our replacement or if somebody told you at work, Hey, you got to get better at this. And you just didn't like, <laughs> does that make you like immune to criticism all of a sudden? Like, I, I know these guys are held to a high standard because they're athletes and they're professionals, but when you make as much money as they do, you should be held to a high standard. Yeah. You're, I mean, what the fuck? These college yeah. kids are doing, doing this basically for free. Killing it. Yeah. Out here can't even do your one job basically as a point guard is to shoot a jumper. That's it. You know, what's funny is uh, um, a month ago we did the segment where we came up with extra reasons that he was going to come up with like more excuses. Yes. Yes. And since that, the, um, I believe he came out or I don't know if it was him or whoever, but the, the reason that came out, I think was Rich Paul released that statement about how number one picks usually go to bad teams. So they're not expected to win. Yeah. Meanwhile, redacted got drafted to a team where in his first season of playing, they made the playoffs. So there was a lot of pressure on him. Like, so I don't know. It's just ridiculous, man. Um, on t- to piggyback on that, uh, Albert Breer on Twitter, <laughs> nice tweet. I think said, I saw this. Yes, I think you. I think you sent it to me. It was like Ben oh, yeah. Simmons, and then in parentheses, feelings out for Sixers at Pelicans. <laughs> there's um, there's a page on Twitter. I don't know if they're still active because it's been a while since I've seen them tweet. Yeah, it's called NBA Injury Report. And they'll post things like, so like, let's say, um, NBA injury reports. Yeah. I, I'm going to see if they've tweeted anything about this, but it's, it, it's them coming up with fake reasons, uh, in the word report. It has a three. Got it. Uh, uh, no, they, they, five days ago. Yeah, recent tweet. So what will happen is, um, let's say Kevin Durant has a calf strain and he's ruled out for a game. This page will tweet like Kevin Durant. <laughs> Got foot caught in like lawnmower out for tonight's game or something like that. And I'm surprised they haven't posted anything about redacted. Yeah, they have one here from from the Nets. Uh report. The Brooklyn Nets remain unclear on all star guard Kyrie Irving's fourth density entity <laughs> in service to the law of one ultimate intentions. Kyrie Irving. Oh my goodness. Um let me see what else. But yeah, so Redact is not going to play tomorrow <laughs> or tonight. I mean, um, do you expect them no. to play Friday? No. Do you think they just suspend him again, or do you think he comes out with a fake reason? Fake reason, suspension. Like it's just going to get ugly from here. And then, yeah. of course, our king Joel Embiid uh, went off on the press press conference and basically said out loud. I mean, he did it, said it out loud, but basically publicly now said doesn't really give a fuck about Ben Simmons and he doesn't really care. Yeah. And it's honestly true. Like for any player, like you're here focused on your game and your team and the task at hand, which is the Pelicans right now. And, you know, to get a chip for this city, the last thing they want to do is talk about a player who doesn't really want to be here, who probably has some issues in the locker room chemistry wise, wasn't there during preseason and then gets kicked out of practice because he doesn't want to do a drill. And ironically, yeah. it's not like Doc was like, hey, take the jumper. This is your spot to take the jump shot. No, it's his specialty in defense. Oh, that's a good which point. More, which is more crazy. <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, the, the, the runner-up for defensive player of the year doesn't want to put it. Wow, Jesus. Oh, man, the more the more I think about it, the more it's just going to keep me up. I mean. The, what do you think guys like Isaiah Joe and, you know, Shake Milton and Paul Reed and uh, who the hell's the guy they drafted this year? Jaden Springer. What do you think guys like that think when they're at, at practice? 
or any of these like G League call up guys that are like on the fringe, like trying to literally fighting for their life right now, trying to make it big and then, you know, feed their families. What do you think they think when they're at practice and they're standing on the baseline and they're out there, you know, sweating their butts off, trying to do drills and, you know, trying to get better, showing up before practice, staying late after? Uh, and then this Kardashian, this, this just prima donna walks in, who has literally gotten worse offensively since being drafted, well, albeit much better defensively, but has not improved his offensive game whatsoever in five years. Shows up to practice and just dogs it, doesn't even break a sweat, shows up and, you know, looks like he doesn't even care to be there. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. Those players are, I would, if if they weren't mad, then I would probably kick them off the team, to be honest. Like, you should be dead mad. You're here busting your ass, like you said, trying to make it in the league. You're making, you're making good money compared to the average Joe, but yeah, for NBA standards and as a player, not the standard. And you see this prima donna walk in, really getting paid, probably one of the top players on the team getting paid and not really doing a damn thing for the team. Yep. Yeah, I'd be it's ridiculous. Man. Rate. But then I also mean, you I, would also you would think like, all right, if I'm a point guard, right, trying to make it on this team, and my and the star point guard is basically saying I don't want to be here, my dumbass, my narcissistic self is like, all right, I'm definitely gonna be on the team. I don't know about you, my guy, but I know I am because yeah. Ben Simmons doesn't want to be here, so that's a spot for me. Unless they I, for another one. It's ridiculous. I don't know what you have. I have two T-shirts that say Simmons on the back, Sixers on the front with 25 on them. Two different that. two different jerseys. Unfortunately, neither is from China, so he got royalties from both. <laughs> two jerseys in my closet of Ben Simmons. And like people like myself have gone out and spent money on these things. Um, spent money on their, you know, their friends. And they, in my case, my significant other bought a t-shirt and a jersey with his stupid name and number on them. And now, you know, people out there spend their hard-earned money on a dork that doesn't even want to get better at his own profession. How often do you show up to work and you just say, I don't want to get better at what I'm doing? I don't want to get more efficient at what I'm doing. Never. Every single time you go to work, you want to get better and better at what you're doing so you can, you know, preserve energy, um, you know, look better in the eyes of, you know, the people above you and around you and set a good example for anybody that's newer. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, this guy doesn't want to do that. Which is stupid. He's not even that good as we discussed back when Richard was on. He's I'm glad this has good. been brought up too. What's up? That, that, that's been brought up on national media sometimes too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Barkley and Shaq, I believe, did it on their podcast. You're just not that good. He's really not that good. It's it's wild because it's like you're digressing. You're being a prima donna, yet you're not basically helping yourself and building your stock up, yet you're here requesting a trade. Yeah. And then you're, the team's like, oh, we, we would, but all the stuff that followed since the playoff debacle didn't help our cause or your cause. So how can we trade you if nobody really wants you? Because that's the last thing and the current negativity around you. Yeah. Instagram is cool. You know, you playing with who is it? John wall and others in Rondo. Yeah. But we see that for two other guys that can't shoot. (laughs) And we've seen that for how many years during the summer? Like cool. But the NBA season, that's the off season, not the season. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm over it. I can't wait till he leaves. Yeah. For two reasons. One, to see who who's the next Sixer that's going to don that number and how better they're going to be. And two, when he comes to Philly or when Philly heads to whatever town he's at, and B is going to go off on this man because he likes so to be in the paint. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see how that goes. 
That segues into one of three remaining. I don't know how much more you really want to touch on this, but I have three remaining bullet points in my head. I have very short um, attention span. The it. one that um, that it, it perfectly segues into is um, when the Sixers play against him, if he's still in the NBA, not on the Shanghai, Shanghai Sharks, um, <laughs> when they play against him, I wonder if he's going to fake COVID again like he did on Father's Day. Um, Dude. Literally an hour after we got done recording last Friday, <laughs> this came out. That he, uh, I don't want to get the story wrong, so I don't want to frame anybody in the wrong light, but supposedly he showed up to the facility that day and said, I came in contact with so-and-so. Um, they had an inconclusive test, um, and then he texts his brother, they're not going to let me play, X, Y, Z. So he basically tried to get out of playing in Game 7, which honestly probably would have helped their chances, and which I think is just the ultimate weasel move um, because I'm sure he wasn't actually concerned that he had you know, the virus. He was more just trying to get out of the game and then go to LA. He had, so I uh, bet you he does the same. Jesus, he had the scaries. He had um, uh, cold feet. Ridiculous. And then um, uh, one on a lighter note, one on a more serious note. On a more serious note, Joel Embiid. Uh, um, props to him because guys like him, guys like Iverson, guys like you know Zach Ertz, and even like him or not, how cheesy he is sometimes. Bryce Harper and Archie Bradley, guys like that that come and Chris Long. Players like that that come to Philly and just get it are such a breath of fresh air versus, you know, a player like who's a good example, aside from redacted, you know, Jalen Rager, uh, like players like that that are just prima donnas and can't take criticism. Always. If you get it, you get it. Yeah. And Joel Embiid gets it. And I love his comments yesterday, just right for the jugular. Uh, thank God that he's in this stupid city because otherwise there'd be nothing else to be happy about. It's yeah, it's expectation for the season. I don't know. It's, I think it's gonna be better now. Now that we know it's being played out now, out in the public. Yeah, it's a and shame. It's a shame. It's dirty, but it's better now to know realistically what's going on. Yeah, and I, I really don't think that he and Redacted ever had any true rift between them. They might not be best friends in the way that like, um, like I don't know. Who's a good, are there even any best friends in the NBA? Yeah. Um, Tobias Harris and Boban. Yeah, Tobias and Boban. Like, they're not like that friendly, but like, it's not like anything was really toxic between them. It's just they, their styles didn't fit the way they could have. Um, and that goes well with their game as well. Doesn't fit. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens if they're able to field a lineup that just contains Embiid and four shooters because I think that's the best way to surround him. Um, Almost like Milwaukee. Yeah, exactly. That's how they won a championship this year. And it, it can be done. You can build, you can win a title from the post out. Obviously, you need a perimeter creator and you need guys that can get their own shot and you need great shooters, great Drew defensive Holiday. players, but you can win titles. Yeah, you can. Win. So on that Bucks team, their second best player was either Middleton or Holiday. Were either of them as good or better than any of the second best players in the previous five champions? Figure the Probably Lakers. Not. Anthony Davis is the second best player there, where I guess you can argue LeBron. Previous year, the Raptors, Lowry or Siakam were the second best player. Maybe argue that. And then before that, it was Curry, Durant, whoever. You need two stars to win titles, but maybe you don't. Maybe you just need a star and a lot of guys that know what their role is. Old school. But it doesn't help that. It it helps that uh, your one star player is dominant. Yes. And, And is willing to shoot because he's not good as well on the free throws of those like 10 second delays, but he does, he does it with ease. 
Oh yeah, guy is terrified and petrified to shoot or even be at the at the. Oh line, yeah, so. Giannis isn't scared to go to the line. Yeah, I mean, whether or not he makes the shot, and you know, in a way, I really didn't want Redacted to take threes if he was just going to miss all of them. But Giannis is a good example of a guy that at least takes them, and, and maybe he's inefficient at them, but it helps his game a little bit because you have to respect the fact that he might take them. So mm-hmm. maybe Redacted could just take notes from that. Um, and then on a light note, to kind of put a bow on this whole thing. Um, NBA Central, who I think we both follow on Twitter, they're not like affiliated necessarily with the NBA, but they do a good job of reporting everything. Yeah. Um, uh, whoever, so BS is willing to do whatever in all caps it takes to get out of Philadelphia, according to Shams Sharania, and that was on the Pat McAfee show. And then Spike Askin from uh, WFAN in New York, formerly WIP in Philly, quote tweets it and says, except shoot a basketball. So. <laughs> wow. Good for him. <laughs> so there's a, a nice little lighthearted jab on the way out. So <laughs> a nice bow, as you said. Yeah, I guess we find a way to kind of segue from a negative thing to a positive thing. Thank God for Joel Embiid, right? Yeah, our king. Um, I do have a couple of trades here that we were going to feature on a the the Forbidden podcast that we were going to do a few weeks ago. Yeah, right. The one that never made it to uh, made it to light. Um, so a couple trades that I found, yeah, a couple of trades I found online. Um, it, these are not, I don't really think any of these are really all that realistic, but I did find a couple. Um, I found a sporting news and then sports Illustrated, like all these different websites. I tried to compile like the three or four best ones I could find that felt realistic. Um, so these are all going to be trades for redacted. I want to ask that you rate these on a scale from one to 10. In terms All of right. how good how good you think they are for the Sixers, and then one to ten, a scale to see how realistic you think they are for the Sixers. Um, I'll start with the most boring ones first. I have four, so this one's the most boring one. All right, it's gonna be Cleveland. Um, so Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, and Kevin Love, whatever's left of him, and let's say I didn't write I didn't write the draft picks down. I'm gonna say maybe a pick swap for redacted straight up. Uh, you want like a one through ten, or like uh, letters A, B, C? You can do either one, whichever one you think is more apt. C plus. C plus in terms of uh, how good of the return is, or how realistic it is. Both. I'm gonna go B for how realistic it is, and then C for like the caliber of it. Uh, all, next one. It's all hinged on Kevin Love, like you said. Whatever's left of him. If he's yeah, whatever's him, left. His that's corpse elevated. Yeah, for sure. I think Kevin Love, even like kind of twilight of career, Kevin Love would be helpful with Embiid. But right now, I don't know what he does. And Garland doesn't really move the needle right now. Um, next one, yeah, Sacramento. It'll be Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald for redacted. I, again, I didn't write the draft picks down, but I, I'm sure there were draft compensation in some of these trades. Um. It's realistic, and what else? Um, like how good it is. Okay. It, like how you feel about the return? C plus for the return, B minus for realisticness, because I think that one's pretty realistic too. Yeah. Yeah, because getting just, I want more. I need something that's gonna be like that's what I want right there. Like you throw yeah. a Dame Lillard to the moon, but that's not gonna happen. I think I know which one I'm going to want the most of these. I'm going to save it for fourth. Uh, the next one is Portland Trailblazers. 
um, but not for the guard that you might expect. McCollum, get out of here. It was suggested that this would be CJ McCollum and Robert Covington for Redacted and Matisse Thibel. Matisse? Um, that's a B, realistically. Return, give it an A- minus because you have a shooter. And then Covington can shoot, but he's good in defense as well. So yeah. you lose that. You kind of offset that with a Thibel, but with uh, Redacted, you lose the defense, but you gain offense. And yeah, I feel like you're... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like it's a B- minus as far as caliber because even though Cove and Thibel are kind of similar and CJ and someone else are kind of similar, mm-hmm. at least you're replacing nothing with something because Redact is not going to play anyway. That's yeah. how I'm kind of viewing all the trades. Like Even if they trade him for like Larry Markkinen, it's either Larry Markkinen or nothing. So Better get something to nobody. Yeah, and then this one's my favorite. Um, Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert for Redacted straight up. From Indiana. Realistically? B. Solid B. I like that a lot, though. I like that a lot. I give it an A for how I feel about it. And then B plus for realism. Not only because I think it's two guards for one, but also I think the fit with Redacted and Sabonis makes a lot of sense in in Indiana. So... I think it's a B plus. I think that one could happen. That's like the most realistic of the four year. They're not taking Kevin Love, and they're probably not getting cover or not giving Covington and McCollum for plus that contract for Kevin Love. It's disgusting. So they already have Tobias Harris. They don't want to replace one bad contract with another. And then Buddy Heald, same thing, another bad contract. Yeah. All right, we're and real quick, uh, let me see what time is it? Eight oh one. Sixers should be tipping off any minute now. If they haven't already, who you got? Sixers opening night starting in New Orleans against the Pelicans. Uh, no Zion, give me the Sixers. Sixers, same. Yeah. Do you think they cover? It's four right now. I like that. I don't yeah, mind me that. too. Yeah, I mean, um, all they have to do is win. Basically, they're not going to win by two. And before we move on to uh, yesterday's opening night uh, review, quick review. Any uh. Parlays, props that you have for tonight's games? Oh, funny general? you should ask. Oh. Um, I'm safe to assume you have a couple as well. Yes, I do. All right, I'll read off what I have. They're very simple. Gotcha. Um, so I took advantage of the DraftKings promo last night, um, okay. or it, it took advantage of me. Um, yeah, right. It was $50 money line wager on either team, Lakers or Warriors, and then you get $2 in free bets. For every point that your player scores, if you bet the Warriors, you got Curry. If you got if you did the Lakers, you got LeBron. Lakers lost, but LeBron had 34 points. So I got a $68 free bet, and I use that on the Sixers tonight. Um, in addition, oh geez, I put I five dollars. I, I put five dollars on the Red Sox to win the World Series like a month ago. I can cash it out for a dollar sixty-five right now. <laughs> um, oh shit. So I got um, Joel and B double double Sixers win plus one thirty six. That is just on its own, and then I have a uh, one shot in the dark, and then one that I like. Um, I just got to log in. This is great audio. It's just me logging into my apps. <laughs> while while you do that, I'll do mine quickly. I have the Knicks okay. minus two and a half 
That's minus 110. Okay. I'll have the Knicks plus Raptors to win. That's a plus 240. But we've already noted in the past that when FanDuel gives you those like boost <laughs> promos, they almost never work. So you got to fade them. Fuck me on that one. And then uh, last one, I have a parlay. I have Knicks minus two and a half plus MB double double and the money line. That's plus 350. Okay. So I got Sixers minus three and a half with Mike Fruager from. DraftKings, so it's a free $68 wager, basically, because LeBron had 34 points. Um, mm. Then I have a $1 three-way parlay for first basket. Um, Fred Van Vliet. Free, he loved those free yeah. baskets. Um, Fred Van Vliet, Joel Embiid, Christian Wood, $1 wins me $238. And then um, I got uh, Sixers covering, Seth Curry over 13.5, Joel Embiid 25-plus, Jonas Valanciunas eight and a half rebounds, and beat eleven and a half rebounds or more. That is plus seven fifty. Dang, not bad. So let's hope for that. I'm not mad at all at that. What is this? Oh no! No 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 no! Damn, I'm gonna get something. Side note: I'm gonna get something after the podcast, and I realized that the place, the establishment, is closed. So. My plan's going to be altered. Uh, I thought McDonald's was open 24-7. Nah. <laughs> nah. Wah-wah. Oh. Um, real wow. quick, next episode, we're going to jump into four overs, four unders. Um, the eight, the 16 playoff teams that we think will make the playoffs and um, award predictions similar to what we did with the NFL. However, hopefully in less time because I think everybody fell asleep listening to me talk. <laughs> the first episode I, we had no emotion uh, yeah, I mean nerves well not the first yeah. episode we were just trying our best at the first episode yeah now, I think we were just talking so much over each other that <laughs> people were just like you know what I don't know what's going on here I can't hear a thing could you imagine how much longer that would have been had we waited for each other to stop speaking <laughs> before speaking ourselves <laughs> Right. Me in particular, I did it like a thousand times. And then on top of that, we went like almost three hours every episode. So, yeah, the second episode was two hours long. All right, you want to jump into some NFL? Um, yeah, real quick. I mean, so week six review. Um, Joel went seven and seven in the picks. Uh, your boy went 10 and four. Um, of course, there were some buys, which is why it wasn't a full 16 game slate. Uh, the ones that we both got wrong. Um, I believe we got the Ravens-Chargers game wrong. Uh, we both got the Bills and the Titans wrong, even though I'm kicking myself over that because I, yeah. I I liked Tennessee in that game. You had a hunch. You even said it yeah. game day. Like, I have a hunch. Yeah, and I took them that night. Um, <laughs> the other ones, who else did we get? We got Carolina wrong. Yeah, Carolina. Uh, um, did I get it wrong? We both got it wrong. Yeah, we did. Uh, we both got Detroit wrong. We got that very wrong. Um, I mean, we tried... These players didn't play that hard for them. We outsmarted ourselves. Um, yeah, so those were some rough ones. Um, we went, so we had three that we were differing on. Uh, and sometimes the ball just falls on, you know, the wrong side of the court because I wound up getting all three of them right and you wound up getting all three of them wrong. It's, Meanwhile, it's basically in, payback from in last weeks time. past. Yeah, in weeks past, you kicked my butt. So the three we got wrong, I, I'll go through this fast so I don't rub it in your face, but Tampa, Eagles, um, then the Miami Jacksonville game, and the, then the Miami versus London Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Yep. And then the Cleveland game, Arizona versus Cleveland. By the way, Baker Mayfield. I injured. didn't know he was out. Oh, he was injured. Yeah, in the game. I just That's learned it. Yeah, I just learned it about a maybe an hour ago. Which could segue into our Thursday night preview. Cleveland hosting the Broncos without. Ugh, this is a 2017 Thursday night game right here. Cleveland. So Denver 3-0, lost their last three because they had to play against three real opponents. Cleveland, you may be on track nailing this one. Before the season, you said Cleveland will be the disappointing team, and boom. I mean. Lo and behold. I'm telling you, that bold prediction, people laughed me out. They voted for you as you had the better <laughs> one. I still have it saved, so mark my words. I will be blasting that because Dallas Are you gonna- looking like the NFC East champs right now. Are you going to send it to uh, Freezing Cold Takes on Twitter? 1,000%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah, follow, by the way. Trevor Lawrence is uh, kind of disappointed so far. I don't know. Uh, pretty close to that. And then I'm... Uh, but hey, he took, was, the, he took the home team in London where they rightfully belong <laughs> and beat Miami. So Must not be any strip clubs in London. Um, like how his Carolina, first win in the NFL is not in the States. Not even, not even in the States. So does, does it even count? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Let's pressure. Congratulations to the Panthers on winning the first quarter of the season Super Bowl. Let's go. Um <laughs> Matt Rule. I mean, he might still win coach of the year. I'm actually excited to look back and uh, see what we're right and wrong about so far. Josh Palmer has like four yards on the season. <laughs> so that one's been great. How's Corey with the thousand yards rush? Uh, you know what? Right on a queue. I was gonna check that the other day and I forgot. Um I, so it helps that obviously there's 17 games now instead yeah. of the sixteen. Uh, the zebras are doing okay for the most part. Yeah, they're doing their they're doing their best. For that opening night, though, that was a clear offensive uh, pass interference from Godwin. <laughs> but nevertheless, here we are. Um, you want to do a quick who you got for tomorrow's night game? Denver versus Cleveland without Baker Mayfield. Because I think this is going to be closer than most people think. Corey Davis on pace for 1,026 yards. Look at you. He's averaging about 60 yards a game, so the extra game helps. I'm I'm still feeling indifferent about this game. I'm going to go Denver tomorrow. I'm going Denver as well. I mean, if Baker was playing, I'd, I would pick slight edge over Cleveland yeah. because of the quarterback, but, yeah, I got Denver as well. I do have a question for you. Um, oh. Shoot. So Denver three and three, Cleveland three and three. Cleveland's favored by two right now. If Baker were healthy, what would that be? Mm. I'm gonna go four and a half, five and a half, but I don't I don't know. If Cleveland's still favored, that tells you something weird. I don't know what the money line is, but it's probably not worth it. Probably five and a half. Yeah, I think it would have been five and a half as well. And a sure favorite, like bigger favorite than they are now, if they are still favored. Yeah, Broncos money line. It's plus 110, so it tells you what you need to know. Over-under has dropped from 41.5 to 40. I'm sorry, 41 even, so it tells you they don't know what the heck they're doing. Gary Harris scratched from yeah. tonight's lineup. <laughs> we interrupt this podcast for a little <laughs> bit of TLC. Right? <laughs> or uh, PDA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. DLC. We'll, we'll edit that. We'll edit that. We'll edit it. <laughs> Not uh, tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, right. 
tables, ladders, and chairs. Um, let me see what else. Uh, I don't really, I don't really have anything to say about tomorrow's game. I it's such a weird. I would say. I don't know, man. It's gonna be an awful game. I would say a touchdown from uh, OBJ. If anything, <laughs> if they even score. And there's no Chubb. Nick Chubb yeah, out there. No Chubb. Uh, Kareem Hunt's out too. Balls. So yeah. Who do you like tomorrow? Denver then 1,000%. I think I'm going to go Denver too. At least Bridgewater's been on the field all season. Denver's yeah, defense right. is good too. De- Denver's defense has shown that uh, this isn't a slight on them, but they can beat bad teams and make them look stupid. So I think Denver shows up tomorrow and wins that one pretty easily. At the dog pound. I'm going to go under on the over under 41 and a half. Oh, under for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be 17-10. I like that. I don't mind that. Miles um, Garrett. Uh, right? Yes, Miles Garrett's fantastic. Yeah, clown, he's still healthy. Who knows? He looks pretty good this year. He's not going to win comeback player of the year like I said he had a chance to, but who knows. Um, real quick before we switch gears, um, the Deshaun Watson news. Did you see this today? No. So the Miami Dolphins, who have been linked to Deshaun Watson since pretty much since Nam, it feels like, have um, supposedly are likely to kick the tires once again on a Deshaun Watson trade, um, in which it would be a three-team trade that would send Tua Tagovailoa to the Washington football team. Excuse me? Now, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm shook a little bit, but hey, yeah, it is what it is. Um, Tua looks like he wants to be in Miami, but at that point, if you if you see the writing on the wall that your team really doesn't really want you or believe in you, fresh start, WFT. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't want to go to WFT only because <laughs> quarterbacks go there to die, basically. Sure seems like or, it. Or go injured for the most part, so that's not good. But Watson gets a fresh start. Miami gets, I guess, an upgrading quarterback. Minus the and, drama. And, yeah, and I guess Houston gets draft capital. I mean, not that Miami has a ton left to give because they gave the Eagles a first-round pick. But so I'm sure this, they would find a way to make it work. Yeah. So is this the rare win-win-win? I think it's a win for at least two teams. It could be a massive, you know, L if uh, if Watson is not cleared and Miami gives up all this crap to get him and they trade their own quarterback away and then they're stuck with, you know, Jacoby Brissett. I mean, they can trade for Geno Smith. Lit it up. What's the uh, What an awful game that was. Did you watch any of that? No. I uh, watched until halftime. I fell asleep. I forgot that the game was even on. Good old-fashioned snooze. Poor Tariko. They keep giving him the worst games. That's why Al Michaels was like, nah, B, I'm good. Yeah, he's golfing. Um, update 7-1 still. Bottom of the eighth, two outs. So Houston seems as though they're going to take a 3-2 lead in the series. Um, tonight, we have game four of a series that looked like up until almost the finish line last night that it was going to be a 3-0 Atlanta lead um, until my friend Pat jinxed it, said, is Atlanta going to go up 3-0 in the series? <laughs> he jinxed it. He's the reason they lost. Uh, the Dodgers come roaring back. Cody Bellinger, the hero. Uh, we have a, a very lopsided pitching matchup tonight. Julio Arias starts for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Huascar Inoa starts for the Atlanta Braves. Game four. Who do you like? Braves, simply because I saw the ERA was like 18.29 for the other pitchers. So I was like, eh, 
I like yeah, the Braves. I, I like the Dodgers tonight. Really? Uh, yeah. Dodgers are too good to keep letting the Braves win these games. Braves are really, you know, squeezing all the juice out of the lemon at this point. I mean, they had Acuna be a different game, different story. Let's just say that. And Marcelo Zuna. We, you know, we talked about it a bunch of times. Ozuna, Acuna, and Soroka would make a huge difference. And even right now, Jorge Soler out with COVID, any of those four guys make a huge difference for that lineup. Pushes Jack Peterson to the bench, pushes, pushes uh, Adam Duvall to the bench, kind of lines up the pitching rotation a little bit better, and they line up and look a little bit deeper. So crazy stuff. Braves, you know, kudos to them for getting this far without four key, well, three key pieces up until this series, and then a fourth this series. Just amazing. Meanwhile, the Phillies are can't get out of their own way. I mean, even if the Phillies did get in there, I don't think we would even. It'd be three. It'd be Ugh. 0 and 3 right now. Yeah, the Brewers would have beat the piss out of them. <laughs> what an awful. <laughs> this has to be our most negative podcast so far, but I think it was something that we needed. Um, yeah, it was It was about due time. We had the unforbidden episodes, and now here's a yeah. negative one. So I'll ask you this now. It's not on our rundown. But um, do you have any interesting predictions for tonight's game for the Sixers and any interesting predictions for the season in general for the for the Sixers? Um, interesting predictions. Or anything bold, I suppose. Nothing that's like, I think Embiid gets traded for LeBron. Like nothing Jesus Christ. Max Kellerman-ish. But uh, nah, um, how do we feel about Tyrese Maxey and how do we feel about Thibel and all these guys? You're going to have a point guard that's going to have a double-double. Okay. 10 assists and 12 points. Is that for tonight? 10. Yeah, it's for tonight. And uh, the King and be triple double going that way. And for the season, uh, Embiid might get MVP. So I, I want to believe that he will win MVP. If he wins MVP, it'll be because he's putting up crazy numbers. And I think that will be aided by the fact that his backup center will not be getting into foul trouble the same way his was last year. Dwight Howard, he fit the role well. He adapted relatively well, but he fouled everybody in the arena by the time he got on the floor. Andre Drummond, I expect him to be a lot better with his fouls. Same thing with Paul Reed. So I think that'll keep him beat a lot more fresh down the stretch. And it seems as though the way you finish matters a lot for MVP. I think he will finish in the top three once again, obviously barring injury, which God forbid happens. He's all we have. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, my other bold prediction is Embiid does not get hurt at all this season. How many games does he play? So 82 game schedule over under 69 and a half games for Embiid. Smash the over. Okay. 75 and a half I go. You know what I'll do? I'll put together some, uh, some overs and unders, some totals for Friday's episode. Points per game, rebounds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All, number of all-stars, number of trades. And we'll play a fun little game on Friday's episode. Um, the over-under game for the Sixers. All right, I'm down. And speaking of the Sixers, uh, right now, live update. Seven minutes left in the first quarter. It's 14-8 Sixers, the good guys. And let's see if the King has. And the King is leading with 10 points. He's got All 10 of the 12. <laughs> and he's two for two from three. Did he score the first bucket? Uh, so I, I can find that out. Uh, while you're looking at that, my cousin texted me about an hour ago and said, um, so that DraftKings had a boost for either the Flyers or Bruins. Did he? 
Yeah, a two-pointer. Oh, oh, your boy's getting fucking rich tonight. <laughs> um, my cousin texted me about an hour ago saying, uh, do you think uh, anybody will score in the first 10 minutes of the Flyers game? Because there was a boost on DraftKings for a goal to occur in the first 10 minutes. And I was like, ah, I don't know. The Bruins killed him last year, but I don't know. I think it'll be a you know a lower scoring game. Lo and behold, it's two one after the first period, and Cam Atkinson scored eight minutes into the game. So he would have hit on that if he would have taken it. So oh, I'm a dope. <laughs> I mean, this will go into my uh W, but sports in the fall. That's all I'm gonna say. Look at that. Flyers 2-1. Oh, my God. Joel. What's up? I have a three-leg. Embiid and Van Vliet both scored the first bucket. <laughs> Who's the third victim? Uh, I forget. Oh, I think it was Christian Wood. The Rockets? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm very nervous looking at this right now. Let's just move uh, on this one. For, yeah, Yo. You hit Christian Wood hit it. I just want $238 on a $1 bet. <laughs> Live on the podcast, this man. This hit is unbelievable. $200 and 40. $240, you said? And all you did was bet $1 on this? Yeah, it had to be the first field goal. Somebody scored a free throw in the, in the Houston game, but that doesn't count as a field goal. A. You know, text uh, your queen, like, yeah, we're going to the Sixers game this weekend. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Rob is uh, speechless. This is a first on the podcast. We've never had anything like this happen. <laughs> Yo, I cannot believe that happened. You were stunned. I'm literally stunned. I'm grinning from ear All to right. ear. No All idea. right, so there's... What a way to wrap up our basketball segment. <laughs> TTP. Talk there you go. TTP. Um, jump into a little hockey talk. Yeah, why not? Why not? Jump into some hockey. So, Seattle Kraken. Flyers disposed of them the other day relatively easily um, by a score of whatever it was, five to one. Um, one of my regular customers at work came in today, and we always talk about um, the Flyers. He and I Flyers both, both agreed. One? They beat them. He and I both agreed that was a game that they needed, and it was nice to see early on this season. So they're playing Boston right now, a team that they really had nightmares about last year, and it seems as though they have a they 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 have a steady control of the game so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested to see what happens with the Flyers this year. Um, I know you're not a huge hockey guy; you might get more and more into it um, now that we're doing the pod and everything. But the Flyers revamped their defensive, um, you know, their six man defensive core over the offseason, brought in Keith Yandel, Rasmus Aristolainen, and Ryan Ellis, three guys that are going to make whoa, a huge whoa. difference. So, You're talking well over my head. I need to – we have a guest. We have a guest. I'll bring her guest. on. Because I, I have no idea what you're talking about. There I have no go. idea what you're talking about. Just tell her you're going to a parade in May. Come on. We'll bring on uh, Miss Perkel. She's going to talk hockey oh my or something about <laughs> – Another first on the pod. Another first on the pod. Google things, just in case. <laughs> yeah, as we set up. There you go. You put these on. These? Yeah. Hi. I don't think I can hear you. Maybe not. Let's see. Is that working? Yeah. Testing one, two, three. 
We're doing it live. Is it working? Can you hear us? Yeah. Boom. He can hear us. Can you hear him? Yeah. There we go. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Boom. So he was already talking about the Flyers, dropping all these names. Okay. I have no idea who they were. So Joel is obviously a huge uh, hockey fan. Yes, I am. He made the point (laughs) that, um, you know, the Flyers did a lot this offseason to sure up the back end. Um, Keith Yandel, Ryan Ellis, Rasmus Ristolainen, Joel's favorite player. Um, Excited to see kind of how the season plays out. They're obviously, um, they're playing Boston tonight, a team that they really struggled with last year and have pretty much always struggled with pretty much since any of us were born. Mm. Um, If they can win tonight, then I think that would be a nice little step in the proper direction. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, I I would say so. Do I talk into this? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I would say so. Um, They've been going against the Bruins for a while, actually. So I think – I don't think they've ever – have they really won a game against the Bruins, to be honest, if you really think about it? I would think maybe won by accident. Like, I'm not just trying to talk shit because I love the Flyers, but, like, I'm being serious. I don't – I really don't think they've they've won against the Bruins ever now that I think about it. At least a long time. It's been a it minute. sure feels like they haven't. Um, right? Like Ever since the 2010 playoff series where they came back from 3-0 down and uh, made history as only the – they were only the fourth team in the history of sports to come back from 3-0 down. And they did so by coming from 3-0 down in Game 7. Yeah. which was unprecedented, like legitimately unprecedented. They were the first team at that point to do that in sports since the uh, 04 Red Sox did it against the Yankees. So ever since then, I think the team is just cursed. Oh, we have a guest on my end too, just barking in the other room. <laughs> Benny the Jet. <laughs> Sounds like Gus. Sounds like Gus. It does sound like Gus. He has a Basset Hound. I do. <laughs> He's a one-year-old Basset Hound baby. <laughs> well... My little cavalier in the other room is uh, <laughs> waiting to be a Ben Simmons teammate on the Cavs. You're going to really trade him off. There you go. Um, so it's 2-1 right now at the end of the first period. It yep. is. As, if history has uh, repeated itself, do you think the Bruins will eventually win this game? Or yeah. do you think the Flyers this season? No. <laughs> No, no. hell no, no. They've shown us a little bit more this season. They've been a little bit more resilient, um, at least I can tell. That's because they have the extra player. But, I mean, how resilient are you if you need an extra player to win? Like, I'm just saying. And I'm a Flyers fan. Don't get me wrong. Like, I am. But, like, come on now. That's crap. (laughs) Yeah, they came back um, the first game of the season. They were down two goals or down three goals in the third period, scored two to make it close. And then they kind of just – laid the crack and arrest the other night. Um, I'm hoping they can keep this rolling because it would be cool to have at least two teams in Philly give us some sort of a, a glimmer of hope. Who knows if they'll make the playoffs. I was kind of wrapped up in the, uh, the false hope two years ago when they played in their their version of the bubble. I really thought they were going to win the uh, the Stanley Cup that year. I've like truly believed it. And they just fell flat against the Islanders. I'm hoping that they – and last year it seems like the last what 10 years or so they've made the playoffs missed made missed made missed just a never-ending pendulum and hopefully that means this year they make it in (laughs) i got a chance to see them at the playoffs with the rangers i think it was 2000 i want to say 18 or 17 i think it was 17 or 16 even like between those years i can't remember Mm -hmm. but um it was really cool because it was uh two games back to back and the first game the rangers won but then the second game we won so 
I ended up going to the third game because, you know, when you get your tax return, that's what you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> legit. Uh, so I ended up going, but it was it was amazing. And they ended up losing to the Rangers. But, um, you know, there was a hat trick at that night. And like, oh, yeah. oh that was that was um, that was what was that? That was 2014. Yes. Wayne Simmons. Yes. Wayne Simmons had a hat trick in game six. Yes. That was you. the last home game That's of the season. Yes, and then they I went to, there. yep. Then That's they went amazing. back to New York and lost game seven, but that was a fun, oh, Braves just took a one nothing lead. Um, Eddie Rosario home run. Yeah, there you go. But um, yeah, that was, that was a fun series. It, it sucks. The last handful of times they've been in the playoffs, it's been kind of lousy, but between 2000, honestly, 2008 to 2014 uh, was really like the best little era that they've had. Oh, wait. Yeah. 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 That was like when they were at their prime and like, I didn't feel ashamed being a Flyers fan. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was, I was fortunate enough. My parents had season tickets. So we were actually at a handful of those playoff games between 08 and 12. Um, If I actually have it on my YouTube somewhere, um, I was at the game they lost to the Blackhawks. And we had tickets very, very close to the Zamboni door, which is where they brought the Stanley Cup out. So, Jonathan Taves lifted the cup literally maybe 20 feet in front of us. And that probably, I think that I didn't go to school the next day. That's how upset I was. <laughs> but I, I was at that game. We were in the front row, my dad and I, when Patrick Kane scored the, uh, the game winning goal in overtime. Oh. Literally minutes after Jeff Carter missed an open, wide open net. So I'm kind of been scarred by Philly sports. I was at the game <laughs> in 2011 when Ryan Howard tore his Achilles. Oh. And yeah. So what if I've had some lousy luck. I know. I was going to say, like, you have bad luck. Like, it seems like every time. Yeah. So when they see you walking into the stadium, they're like, oh, shit, here we yeah. go again. <laughs> yeah, they just know. Yeah, those are probably the two worst moments of my life, watching the, uh, Brian Howard and Patrick Kane. I thought the one where you went to uh, the playoffs last year with Sally, I think game seven. Oh, good God. Yeah, I was at the redacted game. I uh, That was Father's Day. Yeah, I, I had work 10 to 6, open to close that day, and I bought tickets at like 4.30, raced home, picked her up, went to the game. They freaking lost. And I had to get up uh, the next morning, go back to work. I had no voice. That was a horrible night. Doesn't that feel bad, too? It's like you paid all this money like to go see these people, and then they lose, and you're just like, man. Not only that, that like the one player is not really like living up to his uh, contract pay. We discussed yeah. earlier. Gets paid a lot those of money, are, but he's not even doing the bare minimum. Yeah, those three events. So if, if I can add a fourth to this <laughs> series of unfortunate events in 2010. So not only in 2010 did the Flyers lose in the cup, Jeff Carter misses an open net. Michael Layton lets in the softest goal in history of sports. 2011, I'm sorry, 2012, I'm at the game that um, the Flyers got eliminated against the Devils. And that was when Claude Giroux was actually suspended for a game. So he wasn't even allowed to play in that game. And the Flyers get ousted in the fifth game of that series. Then Roy Halladay, they waste a great game for him in 2011. And then the redacted game last year. So just four ridiculous. I don't know. We're cursed. And you know what adds insult to injury? And you guys will definitely understand this is even after a tough loss, you just want to go home. 
yeah. And the yeah. freaking the line to get out of the parking lot. You're oh in the parking God. lot for another hour. That's why you beat the traffic. Like when like tailgating and stuff like that in the beginning, like we we figured out after time like to keep some beers because we knew oh, that yeah. we were going to be stuck in traffic for literally two hours trying to get out of the stadium. Yep. Like plus like if you know they're gonna lose and you can just kind of sense it and you're like this is a done deal, I would just leave early and be like, all right, like let's yeah. go. Like it's over. Yeah. It's the, the the sad part, I don't know. If Joel, I'm almost positive we were probably texting during game seven. Um, somebody texted me. It might have been you uh, at halftime and said, do you think they're going to win this game? And I said, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think. I think the whole me. time I was there, I was just like, this feels like one of those things where you look back and you're like, wow, look how happy all these people are. They don't know what's happening in an hour. And then bam, they lose. <laughs> and it felt like that the whole time. I had this weird feeling of just like existential doubt the whole game seven. And then it all just came falling crashing down mm-hmm. i've been there so there you go that's philly there. sports in a nutshell it really <laughs> philly is sports in a nutshell <laughs> yeah they listen they the the sports gods gave us the super bowl and they gave us Joel and b and then they took everything else away from us <laughs> how many thoracic outlet syndromes later and how many tommy john surgeries later and you know failed prospects later yet here we are it gives us something to talk about right yeah I wouldn't trade the the Super Bowl though. I'll take that. I I would trade it for a uh, a Stanley Cup or a uh, a Sixers parade. Eh, if I had those two choices, then yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I'll keep the chip. I mean, I would rather watch the Stanley Cup, but like I honestly don't know much about football. I just watch it because they're butts. Everybody's they're butts. <laughs> That's why I watch. <laughs> and I of course the it. halftime show, but besides that, I mean, as a, as a woman, I don't know. Like, never got into it. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl sometimes is a little bit of a snooze because the announcers try to just dumb it down so much when they're talking about the game because they know that they're talking to a much bigger audience that they go so simple that it even insults the intelligence of the people listening that don't watch the sport. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I don't love about the Super Bowl is they try way too hard. It feels like they're talking to kindergartners. Mm-hmm. That and it's like six hours long. I know it's so long. It's like just too long. Yeah, that, that's a real thing, by the way. So uh, I forget who talked about it. It might have been Chris Long. Um, if not him, it was somebody else mentioned that this, the halftime show in the Super Bowl is virtually twice the length of a regular halftime. So that's a long period for your body to kind of go into rest and kind of cool off. And it takes a little while to get back, you know, get going again once you're back on the field. So that's a real issue. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for the college um, football, like the whatever it's called now, the college football playoff championship in January. Halftime is just so much longer than a regular halftime that it really throws off your, um, really just throws off what you're used to. For sure. I mean, are we ready for wins and losses? I mean, oh, she's not ready. Well, she's not, she's, she's going to do the top five scary movies. Well, yeah, we got a top five coming up. Yeah. What did you already say yours? Oh no no we're not there yet. We're gonna do a real quick. We're gonna do a wins and losses for but the do week. You, do your wins and losses, and then I'll come back for this game. Gotcha <laughs> deal. All right, see you later, deal. y'all. See ya. <laughs> oh my god, can't. Um, wins and losses, Rob. I think I have two W's. And one L, unfortunately. I don't have All right, a, so a nice I have, two, two. I have two W's and three L's. How many? I have three L's and two W's. 
All right, I'll go first with the W. You wanna, okay. I know you go first with the L. I'll start with the L's. My first L. Oh, oh they're all so funny. Um, first one is going to go to Jackson Mahomes. Um, did you see this? No. So Jackson Mahomes, this is actually a somewhat serious L, but it's funny because it's him. Um, so the Washington L. football team, yeah, the Washington football team decided to retire Sean Taylor's number on this past Sunday, number 21. Oh, really? On the field, yeah. So on the field, they had the 21 painted, and it was roped off. Guess who decided to film a TikTok standing on the 21? Ah, it's Jackson Mahomes. So he's my first no L. Way. So he's a loser. No way. Doing everything. Him and, him and Mahomes' wife are doing everything they can to tarnish Patrick Mahomes' image. So screw Jackson Mahomes. Go TikTok yourself into a, uh, a trash compactor. <laughs> wow. Um, Powerful stuff. I'm shook. I didn't know that. Like, that's kind of disrespectful. Not, no, not it's very, it's of, very disrespectful. Very... Yeah, it, it, he's getting ripped for it on the internet. And he, he did issue an apology to his credit. Uh, but he did kind of deflect some of the blame and said he was, you know, he was told to stand there. So who knows? But you should know better when it's roped off like that. If you want to stand next to it, behind it, whatever, but don't do it on it. On this Stop dancing, by the way. Stop dancing. Seriously, just like get a job. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how I can follow that, but uh, my one L is uh, Nets and Lakers Nation. How about that W? Oh, wait, you lost. How about that? Everybody, the GMs had the Nets winning the chip. You lost to the Bucks. Giannis is still here. And uh, the Warriors, they're here. And they're getting Klay Thompson back. And they destroyed. I don't know about destroyed, but they beat uh, the one and only LA Lakers. Star-studded yeah. LA Lakers. At home, by the way. So, I'm excited. Uh, those are the um, uh, Lakers nation and Nets nation. I'm actually pretty excited about the Warriors this year. It'll be nice to see them. I think Wiggins is going to play a nice role for them. Um, Clay Thompson. Thompson yeah, I think it'll be fun to watch him play. Uh, so we didn't play last night, but he is supposed to be ready within another month. So that, that's exciting. It's been a while since we got to see him. Otto Porter, fresh start. Um, you know, it'll be fun. They're going to be a good team. I think they're going to turn some heads this year. Um, my second L, which one I want to go with? Let's go Chris Broussard. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. So Chris Broussard, when he was analyzing the final play of the Titans game the other night, where um, Josh Allen tried to, or Titans and Bills game when Josh Allen tried to sneak it. He said yeah. the left tackle for the Bills got blown up on the play, and it was because Taylor Lewan was not on the field. Um, he was correct on both accounts. However, they're not related to one another. Um, Deion Dawkins, the left tackle, did get blown up on that play. Taylor Lewan was not on the field. However, Taylor Lewan is not a Buffalo Bill. So this is an elm not only to Chris Broussard, who was screaming the entire time, but also to any of those people on ESPN that don't know as much as you and I do. So it takes two seconds to do a little bit of research, and he did not. So screw him. He's a professional. I suppose it. How many things happen when you're live on TV, but yeah. That's something you got to do a little bit of research about. It takes two seconds to Google Deion Dawkins and realize he's been the starting left tackle for the Bills for like three years. Not only that, they do pre-production, so. Yeah. They kind of just, just dropped the ball on that one. And then um, uh, your third you have L. another L. My third L is going to be Jamal Adams. Um, Jamal Adams, who yeah, anybody who's ever watched uh, Sunday Night Football, they do the introductions rather than show the names of the players on the screen. Starting yeah. lineups, like, oh, you know, um, who's a good uh, Rob Van Tom Brady, Michigan. From, yeah. from Philadelphia. From nowhere. Bulls. So Jamal Adams goes, um, Jamal Adams, I'm the best in the world. 
Meanwhile, he's like the 33rd ranked strong safety. And then in the middle of the game, drops an interception, hit him right in the face. So there you go. There's your three L's. I think that was our most powerful L's to date. I can remember. Pretty good ones. Mahomes disrespectful. Lakers and Nets Nation just taking an L. And now Broussard and this one. I'm not mad at it. I like it. Hey, that money finally hit. $240 richer off of $238.87. That's a nice little, nice little dub. All right. How many W's do you have, sir? I have two W's, sir. How about you? Okay. So do I. Uh, right. Mine are not as good. So do you want me to read mine first? What am I? I'll go first. I'll sure. go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Chicago, believe it or not, Rob, if you're a fan of The Office, there's an Office Expo in Chicago right now available. It's open. So if you're ever, if you're a yeah. fan of The Office, the TV, I'm show. not, but I do appreciate things like that. So there's an I don't know where in Chicago, but it's in Chicago. There's an expo, and uh, really cool. breaking news on the pod: the Flyers have scored. They are now three and one on the Brewers. <laughs> Literally three minutes into the second period. Oh, so for what it's worth, before the end of the last episode, I gave a quick TTP and said to give the first goal to Cam Atkinson yeah. plus a thousand. He scored the second one on Friday. <laughs> so. Oh, well. All right. So my first W, I'm going to give it to Zach Ertz, um, not only for the opportunity to go to a, a really good team and win a Super Bowl, but also giving some really good quotes at the end of his press conference. Uh, if anybody's ever understood the city, it's him. So Zach Ertz is my second W. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, my first one. That was pretty, like, rough. When I, when, yeah. I think you texted me. I was like, Very what? sad. Like, I know we were joking. Like, yeah, get him off the team. He's yeah. like, wash, he's done, but... He encompassed what the city's about. Oh yeah, and he's such. A, he seems like such a great human. Him and his wife both. So, I do yeah, hope that he's one of those guys. Yeah, I hope he's one of those guys. Or both of them are two of those people that once their careers are finished, they stay stay here and you know they planted some some like roots or whatever the stupid phrase is. They've they made this a city that they uh, they belong in. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll sell his home. If it's in Jersey or if it's in Philly, I don't think he'll sell it. Yeah. Redacted put his home up uh, two days ago. By the way, his other one. Redacted is trash. Um, my and then your other W. My second W is uh, sports. The sports equinox is upon us. Ah, yes. We have baseball playoffs heating up in the middle of the championships. NBA has just started. NFL is six weeks in, seven weeks in. NHL has started. If you're into fan of soccer, soccer is roaring in Europe. I mean, sports equinox, baby. I love the sports equinox because it means there's always something on TV and it's usually a Sunday yeah. because it's the NFL or weekend. Yeah. yeah Sunday, occasionally a Monday or a Thursday, which I think this Thursday we have a chance for it. Uh, we need one of the series to get extended. I believe I think we, or maybe no, because it is, I don't actually, I don't think any baseball is going to be played tomorrow. We might get, a, we might get a chance on Sunday though. Um, so my second W, my yeah. second W, I honestly didn't research this too much. But Miles Garrett, did you see this? So on his front lawn. Yes, I did see this. Uh, okay, <laughs> so he's got gravestones for all the quarterbacks that he sacked, apparently. I think that's so funny. This dude, <laughs> he's got such a great personality to begin with. Um, I think it's such a fun little football twist on Halloween. I think that's an awesome thing. That I like that a lot. We'll put the picture. And maybe that'll be one of the pictures for the uh, the episode art. Oh, that will be the cover. That's a cool idea. Cause I, I thought it was awesome. It, it's the first time I've ever seen anything like that. That's funny. Joel and B could do something like that. People he's posterized. 
and one of it is his teammate. I, so, so do you follow um, Worldwide Wob on Twitter? Nah. His name is Rob Perez, and he's like a, a Knicks fan, but he oh, also does a lot of basketball stuff. Yeah. So he, anytime somebody gets dunked on, he puts them in the graveyard. He plays the Undertaker <laughs> music in the background, and every season it resets. And by the end of the season, it's like a whole video, and they have a whole graveyard of just players getting dunked on. It's actually pretty funny. That's gold. Rob Perez, I got it. I am now following. He's great. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. So, any more W, sir? I am fresh out. I'm good. I got two. All right. We're on to the top fives. Top fives. Mine's kind of boring. I apologize in advance. <laughs> uh, mine's is boring as well, but I used top five. These movies I put in is at the time that I did watch them. Because, like, right now, scary movies aren't that great. Like, they're not great at all. And we're going to have uh, Raquel also joining. In all right. Her this is our first um, top five. three-person top five. Now, we had Richard. Well, Richard gave us his L's and his W's. I don't know if we did a top uh, five that day. Because we had a, that was two long segments, basically. That episode was long. That was it was a good episode. That I think that might have been our best oh, one. All right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the hole. All right. Well, doing it live. We'll do it live. Hi. We'll do it live. Um. All, all right. right. So how do you guys want to do this? You want to go five 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 four 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 blah 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 blah. Sure. Yeah. Do you have a top five? Yeah. You want to write it down here? No, I know. Oh, she knows. She's I ready. Know. See, I'm old. I have to like write it down <laughs> so I can like remember. Yeah, I wasn't gonna remember mine. All right, so I guess starting at five, we shall allow our esteemed guest. So yeah. you lead it off. All right. So number five would be probably um, Silent Hill, I'd say, for sure. Never seen it. <laughs> Have you? Nope. Oh, Are geez. Are you for real? Yeah. Okay, First so and you... last appearance, I guess, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I'm watching that tonight then. All right. Yeah. So Silent... Sounds like you guys have some plans now. Silent Hill is like a legitimate story. It was based off of a true story, actually, in a town in Pennsylvania that really exists. And you can go and visit it if you want. It's like open to the public. Um, <laughs> it was a small town in PA that had a coal mine industry for a very short period of time. And it ended up becoming like very toxic, like the air because of all the coal mines and stuff like that basically like pushed everyone out. Um, so it's like now a deserted ghost town. But wow. they decided to make a movie kind of about it. It's not like a true, true story, but it was good. And like, you know, the siren that goes off like yeah. every hour. So there's like the siren that goes off and it sounds like, Ooh, like just like that. And it like keeps the purge, going. Like the purge, exactly like the purge. And um, in Silent Hill, that's kind of like the indication that shit's about to go down. So oh, wow. it always like makes me think of Silent Hill, but that's my number five. But you need to see it. It's a good movie. Uh, well, that's gonna that really steps all over my number five. <laughs> What's your number five? My number five is the 2018 remake of Halloween. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's not even like uh, based on a true story um, about a little boy that stabbed his sister in 1963. Uh, was put in a mental asylum and then uh, started wearing a William Shatner mask, spray painted white. Um, Joelle, what's your number five? Trash compared to this now. <laughs> Go ahead. My number five, it was back in, God, I think I was in high school at the time. Maybe not, but it was The Ring. 
Oh, I love The Ring. Oh, I remember that. Oh, Great I movie, but that shit ring. scared the shit out of that me. That was a scary movie. It was. That one took me down. That's on my number five. Oh, so. I really I have a vanilla list compared to you guys. Jesus Gosh, Christ. Gosh, I know. You really do. I'm going to change one of these. <laughs> <laughs> live on the podcast. Yeah, the we'll ring do it live. Was, that was the first movie I saw. I was eight. I had nightmares for weeks. You were eight? I was eight. I, I definitely had to be there. I was like the least nine or so. I shouldn't have been in that theater. <laughs> I literally snuck in, clearly. I was like... <laughs> Nope, not for me. Um, you're number four. Number four. Um, number four would probably be, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. I hope I can, but I'm going to do like a series kind of and oh, tie I, it all in. Can you oh, yeah, that? you can. I have a That's series. That's fair. That works, okay. yeah. All right, cool. So like I think the Conjuring series is definitely number four. That's my me. number four. Okay, cool. That's so my number three. That was your three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, specifically really for me, it. the first two. Yeah, I love yeah. the first two. Yeah, the, they were good. The second one I thought was actually better than the first one. I agree. Yeah. Did you see the I nun? Feel, I haven't seen the nun yet. It was. I good. saw Annabelle. I don't. I don't think I saw the nun. I've seen Annabelle for sure. Yeah, it um, was really good. Wow. Yeah, we saw that right after my birthday a few years ago. The second Conjuring, I think. That's that was a good movie. It, was. it felt really, really long. It did, right? Like yeah. I felt like it did feel long, but I felt like the the concept of it was yeah. very good. Like, Kept the same yeah, characters I, for the most part. Yeah, and I really enjoy some of the pe- some of the people that play the uh, the characters in that movie. So that was one I got invested in. What was your right, number so- three? Well, that's my number three. But my number four number is the Chucky series. <laughs> Stupid doll. <laughs> Did you watch the first episode of the TV show last week? Uh, the there's TV a Chucky show. TV show on USA. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it just started. Cable. I think it was either last Monday or the previous Monday. Thank God I don't have cable. So I've uh, actually never seen Chucky. I mean, I know I've only who seen he one. is, but like I've never I've seen, seen Child's Play. No, but like I have a portrait not the Rugrats one. Yeah, I have a oh, Rugrats in Paris. Bits. Yes, oh, I cried when movie. I saw that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've only seen Child's Play. I haven't seen the other ones. I never saw any of them. I saw the original too, but I was young. Okay. And I'm like freaked out because my mom such a weird has dolls thing. everywhere in the, around the house. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. It's true. She that does. And, I can confirm that. That and what? Toy Soldiers? Small Soldiers? Oh, look at that. See? Live on the podcast, he gets shanked by a dog. A That's a LeBron dog. dog toy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Chucky series. I, I don't All right. Dolls? Nah. But I'm cool with Toy Story. Like, all right, whatever. Uh, So now we're on number three. You already know my number three was the Conjuring series. So, <clears throat> Raquel? Um, I don't know if y'all have seen this. Some people may have not heard of this probably have if you're gross like me but the human centipede have oh, you ever heard of the I have human not. centipede you've never seen that rob i've never seen it <laughs> Go i've seen the human see centipad the other south park episode but i have not seen human human centipede <laughs> you need to just go on youtube and watch the trailer and i think that will pretty much give anybody that's wondering what that is a pretty good synopsis of what it is um, interesting and we'll leave it at that i guess yeah it was it was <laughs> Sincerely, the most disgusting, hor- horrific movie I've ever it's seen. It's three, right? Yeah. Do we do we talk in detail? Not detail, but like around it, and maybe he'll catch on what it is. Um. All right. So, would uh, you like to be the front, the middle, or the last? I mean, I think I have an idea what it is because <laughs> the South Park parodied the front, it. The parodied front. it. Yeah, South Park made fun of it, so I'm sure I have an idea of what it looked like in my you head. You take the front. I would take the front. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd be the front. I don't want anybody. Like y'all can go back there. I'm I'm the head of the line. Okay. <laughs> Robbie shakes his head like, nope. I don't even know what number we're on. <laughs> we're on number three. three. Well, now two. Right. No, number th- well, number three, three for me is um, House of Wax. Oh, 
Max. That was yeah. That was I haven't good seen one. that one actually. I, I think it, I I might be misremembering it, but I'm almost positive somebody died in that movie mm-hmm. after Paris they got Hilton. their Achilles clipped. Yeah, it was Paris Hilton. Oh, Hilton pretty sure. I think it was yeah, either her then, or the other guy, Chad. Yeah, somebody got their Achilles clipped, and that was the that was the no, <laughs> can't do it. Oh wow! Well, the acting in that though is so cheesy. Well, yeah, like it was so bad. 2005, so it makes sense. Was it as bad as the uh, the one that we watched the other night, the, the remake of Halloween? Halloween Kills was awful. If you're I saw that on Friday. That's why we didn't record last oh, Friday. That's right. You went to the theaters. That's so yeah, we, we went to Nishamini. I didn't like that at all. I thought it was gory for the sake of being gory and not didn't do anything to progress the story. The only two things I enjoyed about that movie, I don't know about you guys, I like that they kind of went back to 1978, yeah. added a few aspects to that story. And then the other thing I really liked, I don't, so spoiler alert, anybody out there listening that has not seen it that wants to, you can skip this about a minute. It sucks, but um, toward the end of the movie, when they're all kind of beating, they're kind of beating on him. Yeah. uh, Laurie Strode is in the the hospital bed talking about, well, you can't actually hit him with brute force because it just makes him stronger. Meanwhile, in the other side of town, they're beating the crap out of him. And all he's doing is getting stronger because of it. So I thought that was a nice little, scene that they did but i thought the rest of the movie kind of sucked yeah i don't like that he was like playing around with the victims like i don't like that he was like killing the victims putting pine like putting pumpkins on their head and setting them up the two the two uh, gay guys that lived in his old house mm. he set them up dead on the on the floor in the same position as they were in the picture on the nightstand it was just so stupid i didn't yeah. enjoy it at all we didn't like it. We didn't like it a lot to a no. point that it was so cheesy that we were we like, turned it off. We, we turned really it off. Yeah. We're gonna watch Pocahontas now. Yeah. The, so <laughs> the 2018 Pocahontas one I thought was really good. Halloween Town. <laughs> Halloween Kills. I the did like into, the one in 2018. That one was good. I thought that was a really logical step up from the original. So. Holy breaking, shit! Breaking news. Just now, I have the Boston the Bruins and Flyers game. For a second, it said three three Bruins, and then all of a sudden they took it off. So something happened. It's Bruins two, Flyers so three. So the Flyers are now winning. Still winning with Still winning. about eleven minutes yeah. in the second. You guys reacted like Ben Simmons got traded. I was I pulled out <laughs> my phone. <laughs> that would be the worst day ever. <laughs> it would be great, actually. Screw Ben Simmons at this point. Yeah, right on the pod too. Right on the pod. Um, and then Sixers update: forty-one Sixers, thirty-four New Orleans. Okay, so, so pretty close. Okay. Not bad. Right on par with the coverage. All that matters is Embiid scored the first bucket. (laughs) Yeah, this man won $240. You did? On a $1 bet. On a $1 bet. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. It's about damn time. (laughs) Taking a win finally. That's good. Pay my credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Woo. Number two. Number two? Yeah. Shoot. Oh, man. So this was like really hard because this is really hard. This is really hard. But I've decided number two for me personally is The Strangers. I don't know if you've seen it. He has not. I haven't. I'm actually not familiar with that either. Oh, so it's basically a story of a couple. It's true, like legitimately true. This actually happened. They kind of just like recreated the crime scene in a movie. Um, but they were they were a couple and they were like just married and went on like vacation to this like little desolated kind of Airbnb. It wasn't like super desolated. It was in the woods, but there were other people around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, there were these three random people and they show up with like these masks on that you cannot see anything like it's the creepiest masks ever 
And they torment the shit out of them, like literally torment them. And eventually at the end of the film, they end up murdering them. Sorry, spoiler alert, guys. Mm -hmm. But um, it was weird because it was so close to being like real, I guess. Really? Like it could it could have happened to you or me or you like to anyone. You know what I mean? And it was just kind of the acting. I felt like like Liv Tyler is in it. Um, Okay. And uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert, never saw that show. What? what? I watched one episode of that when I was down the shore. Which one was no. it? What episode? The one where I watched the one episode where the one guy pretended to have cancer because he wanted to get with the bartender that wore the Live Strong bracelet. Charlie. That's the only episode I've ever seen. Charlie's the best. I was hoping you were going to say rum ham, but that one's good too. <laughs> The dentist system. It's such a good show. You guys may as well be speaking Mandarin to me right now. Oh, my God. You got to watch it. Just watch it. Just spend the time. But what was that? Uh, I mean, that's how you guys talk when you all talk about hockey. I'm like. Fair. Yeah. Well, you just got to get pucks yeah. in deep and uh, get on the four check, right? What's your um, number two? Number two. Uh, you guys are coming up with these like really scary films. I got mm-hmm. Friday the 13th is my number two. Really? The original. The Only the original. Only the first one. The 70s be- one? The one where you don't know who the killer is until the very, very end. Okay. And it's Jason's mom, which is the trick question at the beginning of Scream. Who was the killer on Friday the 13th? And then the killer kills Drew Barrymore. Um, but the first one, the I just thought it was so good. It's so good. Oh, it's one, it's one of the best ones. It's one of the best films that I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I've not seen it. Damn. It, do, it does a great job of telling a story without actually showing what's happening. Because you, you just see the whole film. It's just you see the hand. You can't even tell it's a woman. You just know it's a person wearing a, like a sweater mm-hmm. and this person's killing all these people. And then at the very end, you find you, you are kind of able to deduce it's her and then it, it's revealed that it's her. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you know, that he comes out of the water and then he shows up in the second one. So like, it gets weird after that, just like every other series. True. But the first one, I really enjoyed it. Cause I, I remember the reason I enjoyed it so much is I remember renting it from Hollywood video <laughs> summer of 2006. Good old days. And, um, Y'all had Hollywood Video. We had Blockbuster. I don't even know what Hollywood Video is. Well, I'm we had Blockbuster too, but so there was a Hollywood Video on Cotman Ave that yeah. I used to go to right next to Hollywood Tans. Um, it's now like a five below, like a dentist, but um, uh, we rented it in 06 and I watched it in my basement and I had nightmares after that. Oh, shit. That's pretty fair. Um, my number two is the Saw series. Mm-hmm. That jigsaw freaked me out. Never watched one of those either. Jesus. <laughs> it was creepy, yeah. Jigsaw. It was creepy. What was this thing? You have a little, have a little game for you? Like you do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Three nothing yeah. Braves, by the way. Three nothing Braves. Oh, my God. Freddie Freeman just hit a home run. It's still 3-2 Flyers. Yeah. Good okay. Good guys are still winning. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, for me with the Saw series. So, I number one, scary movie. Raquel. All right, so I'm actually tied, legit. I, could, I really couldn't pick. I'm being serious. So, okay. And it's funny because one is actually a series and the other one's like a movie, but they're both like my absolute favorite. <laughs> so the series is The Haunting of Hill House. I oh, thought it was amazing. I loved it. I was freaked the hell out. Definitely jumped a few times. Um, I did not like, however... The new one they came out with, they put on Netflix. It's like some, I forget what it's called. The Haunting of like Bry Manor, I think, or something similar. Not the same. Totally different. <laughs> like totally sucked to be honest. That's always the case though. Always. Um, but I love that. And then as far as a movie goes, I think the Purge, the original Purge was terrifying. And the fact that like 
that could happen in legitimate real time and <laughs> like real life at any moment, like just completely blew my mind. So I try not to watch it because it gives me anxiety. So just to piggyback on that, I'm going to give an honorable mention to the second purge mm. and the third one. The third one I actually liked. The uh, third one felt kind of gory for the sake of gore. Second one, pur- second one I believe is purge election year. Yes. I, I really enjoyed that, that one. I, I saw that in the summer one year. I like that a lot. And then the third one felt like it was just a bunch of killing for no reason. But yeah. I like that it it kind of explained why it happened in the first place and showed that it started so small and then expanded. And it was also an interesting, I, I see something I don't love is when I watch TV or movies and then it, it too closely mirrors what could or is happening in real life. Yeah. The that fact the that issue. they sent in yeah. people to kind of go kill, you know, people in the inner city there, the yeah. government was supporting. I thought that was a little bit too close to real life. So. That's what makes it that scary, I didn't though. enjoy, but yeah, that's what makes it a little bit more intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, you, I, you'll probably be able to guess my number one on this list. What do you think? I don't know. Scream? I don't know. I don't know. Scream. I would, yeah, scream or like maybe The Exorcist. I don't know. I'm it's going to be the original Halloween from 1978. Uh, okay. 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 Now uh, this is also aided by the fact that I was able to find a PDF online of the book <laughs> that oh. goes along with it. I've read so, the book. It's so good. Yeah, I was gonna say if you guys wanted, I have it saved on my my uh, laptop. But uh, the nineteenth, so the book does so much more to explain what's going on inside the head of the killer, and also kind of sets the um the whole background of the whole thing and kind of how he's feeling throughout all this. And it also adds a lot to the story mm-hmm. of when he was younger, uh, between the beginning of the movie and then whenever. So between nineteen sixty three and nineteen seventy eight, there's a bunch of stuff that happens in there, like according to this book that was written, and the book itself is no longer even like available to buy. If you want to buy it it's like 200 bucks on ebay so somebody was nice enough to put it together as a pdf and i downloaded it a few years ago so the book makes it a much better experience especially when you're watching the movie because you can kind of look for small things that you read and then associate them with what you're watching in the movie so very interesting and just a well put together movie on a really really tight budget when you realize how little money they had and how little time they had to do it and then where they were filming and all the people that they had helping out very, very interesting. What about you? It sucks compared to those, but uh, <clears throat> it's the original It. That's no, that's a good film. That's no, that's a, a that's a classic. It's a classic, yeah. The clown itself yeah. in the what you call it in the sewer, and then the the creepy little sound that it makes that yeah. freaked me out. I don't think I finished watching it to this day. I, I don't think I saw the original one. I saw the remake a few years ago. I didn't see the original one. No, the new one's pretty sucks. good, but it, it does an interesting job of um, modernizing everything. Serial killers from like old movies, they're creepy because it was they were so simple looking. Yeah. Now with all the CGI and all the edit- editing they can do, it makes it look so much crazier. Yeah, that first one just kind of kicked my ass. I was like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm messing with clowns. I'm not even finishing the movie. Yeah, the um, the new guy did a really good job. Something Skarsgård, I think was his name. Eric Skarsgård, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. Did a really good job being the character though in the new one. Like you just seem like a total creep all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a good movie too. The new one, I saw the new one. Yeah, I like the new one. But I didn't. It didn't felt really it. long though. It felt like it was four hours long. It felt it dragged for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to give some honorable mentions real oh, quick. Please do. Just to uh, okay, so Psycho, I feel like should be mentioned. Yes. Like Psycho is like a classic. That one yeah. freaks me out for sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. And like, I feel like. For sure, The Exorcist should be mentioned. Silence of the Lambs. Silence, Silence of the, of the Lambs. Lambs. God, yeah. yes. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. That's such a good one. 
shit i forgot about that one and hannibal too like that whole series i don't know if yeah. you've seen the rest mm -hmm. of them but they were so good they were so good and like as far as like tv shows go that are scary i feel like american horror story kind of deserves like something i couldn't tell you i've never watched, yeah, I've never watched, watched it. it i just know it's that's the lady gaga thing right well one of them was right you guys one okay no listen like lady gaga kind of made it known but like if you actually go back and watch like season one it's amazing We have kids here. Oh, we have we have guests like oh, actually oh. here at the house. Wonderful. There you Might go. Bars right in, I guarantee. You. Right yeah. on cue. Yes. Uh, we don't lock our doors in Jersey. Hell yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we don't lock our doors in Jersey. Well, I'm appreciative. Like, thank you for letting me on. Oh yeah, no record, problem. Just saying. I need. Hey, we gotta do anything to salvage the listenership of the pod at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. Any any guests we can find. Our second one of all time. I'm here. Yeah, we didn't have a ton on the uh, on the rundown sheet this week, so this did a very good job of uh, helping us to not sound like bubbling idiots the whole time. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I think it's. Good. I think the more guests, the better. It, it yeah. helps to bring out more. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Plus, the more top five list we can get, the better. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I think yeah. both of you have some movies to watch. So <laughs> on your next on your next your next appearance, we need you to come prepared with a top five state flag. However. Oh, oh please! I already have yeah. that. I got my oh. number one. Already, is yeah. it Washington? It is not Washington, oh. it's Alaska, but we'll just talk about that later. <laughs> He's gonna Google it right now, yeah. Alaska, I'm gonna even search this up. It's it's like my favorite one, and then Hawaii's. I love Hawaii's. All right, give us your top five. It's the Big Dipper, the Big Dipper. We talked about it, yeah. I love that. I love stars in the nighttime, so that was always. I, I love flag. George Washington's face on the flag because you know exactly what state it is just by looking <laughs> yeah. at it. It's the only one, <laughs> it's true. It's so, so true. If, do you have a top five? You can want to rattle off real quick, or just sure, say, yeah. I'd top say, cool. let number, me pull up Google. You got Google? Let me know you got Google. I'm good. Okay, so like number one for sure is Alaska because I love the night sky <laughs> and the Big Dipper and the Big Dipper. Number that two. is a very nice one, isn't it? Number two is Hawaii. I think Hawaii's flag is absolutely just beautiful. I can't like I, every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh, freaking love it. Okay, it's like really pretty. Like I don't know, I like the way that they put the colors and the shapes in there. Um, this one right here. Yeah. I think we that looks like three because... different flags. Yeah, that's four different countries all mixed together. Well, that's kind of the point of Hawaii, though. Think about the people that go. Well, we and just live bashed in Hawaii. for that reason. <laughs> just oh. alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they pay extra sales tax. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd say number three would probably be New York. I think New York's flag's kind of cool. New York State flag. Look at you. Oh, that's where I was born. So. Oh, oh interesting. Got to It's very official looking. It is. It is very official looking. Excellent. I don't know. I just kind of like it though. Um, number, what were we at? Number three or four? Yeah, number three right now. Number three? Four. Okay, so number four would probably be Montana. Ooh, I think I remember Montana. Montana's flag is kind of cool. Yes, I, I like, like Montana. I like the little circle. Like I don't know the little landscape. I like that there. it says Montana on the flag. That's why yeah, I like, you know you, you just, can't mistake in this one. So I, I was wrong when I said Washington's the only one you know, but just by looking at it, like that's that's the one. And uh, last but not least, Washington D.C. I don't know if that counts because it's the district, not the state. But Washington, not a state. It's well, technically, it's not. It's a district, but I oh, like yes, the, the two red stripes with the three flags. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is also similar to one of my favorite flags, the Chicago flag. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's it. Just to get it, they, they haven't. I just think it's better colors, which I know makes a huge deal 
they're definitely sitting there not looking for symbols. Yeah. I'm just looking for colors and designs, right? Chicago's yeah. flag reminds me of Canada for some reason. Don't ask me why. Maybe because like it the reminds me of it reminds me of the um the discontinued uh, buffalo wing flavored Doritos because they were in a uh, powder <laughs> blue bag. <laughs> Good callback. That's very accurate. They were the best. They were the best ones I ever had. That's the most accurate shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, man. I like that. Wow. That's like the first. I've never been asked my top favorite flags. And like, it's really funny because I've actually had a list like for a while. You and like, around the tip of your tongue. I never, like, literally never thought anyone would ask me my favorite flags. So that was kind of cool to There you go. We're, the, we're giving voices to people that. Didn't know they had voices, so there you go. Yeah, right. Anytime we have a guest on, that's going to be something we want to do yeah, is ask for five. an obscure top five. That's pretty cool. I like that. And you gave us two. The first, the first guest to do so. Yeah, that's awesome. pretty badass. I like it. There you go. Very cool. Well, this has been fun. It has. A solid episode. It has. Number 12. Yes. All right. Number so 12? if we do. Yeah, number 12. Cool. If we do another one on Friday, we're going to keep it similar to this one, pretty loosey-goosey. Um, yeah. Do a little Friday bit of sexy review. Yeah. Lucy Goosey, because I'm coming off from work. Yeah. Straight into the podcast. Like. Yeah, and I'm I'm on a day off, so that's just like a whole day of nothing. Sounds good. But Friday, Lucy Goosey. Friday, Lucy Goosey. Hopefully, everybody out there enjoy this one. Um, it's always so. nice having guests. Yeah, right. yeah. I know. I hope I contributed. Oh yeah, you did. Man. It's a lot I more tried. helpful. It's a lot easier when you have two people in the same room as well, because then you don't have to adhere to the 45-minute Zoom limit. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, I was worried. The whole time we had to grow it on, I was worried that my computer was going to crash. Oh, no. <laughs> or any delays. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. God. Yeah. Now, one day, we can all be in the same room and do a podcast. That would be, yeah. be fun. Insane. There you go. It was nice to meet you, by the way. For, yeah. Like, the first time, kind of. <laughs> it counts. It's 2021. This is how people right. meet anyway now, so. It's <laughs> true. <clears throat> well, I mean, Rob, take us away. Take us home. Close the well, show, buddy. How do we close? Thank you, Brickell, for coming on. Yeah. I, was, I did it on a, on a shock and a whim. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. We're talking about hockey. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. That's just how you got to do it sometimes. Rattling off names. She was in the corner playing on the Switch, just doing her thing. <laughs> Baptism by fire, like I like to refer to it as. Exactly. Um, Baptism like by that. fire. <laughs> I like that. And she came in, crushed it. Crushed it. Basically Thank a you. top 10. Nice. And yeah. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. yeah, two top fives pretty much on a uh, on a shoestring there, just out of nowhere. So you basically topped the group yeah. as you know, <laughs> top guest, but then also set the bar for giving us top fives. Trying. <laughs> Trying my best. <laughs> just burying the groat as if the Mets haven't had enough L's this year. Um, <laughs> oh shit. Poor guy. We gotta get him back on because that yeah. was a lot of fun too. Yeah, it was fun. Um so for everybody out there listening, we appreciate it as always. Um, PATurnpod at gmail.com. Mailbag questions. If you want to get on, feel free. If you want to send us more first basket parlay so I can win $238 again, send them <laughs> Send them to the Gmail. Uh, you can find us on uh, Apple Pods, uh, SoundCloud, among others. Instagram is at PA underscore turnpod. Um, ideally, we'll talk to you again on Friday. Obviously, we've had a lot of things change the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, if we're able to get going, talk about the Sixers. Hopefully, a win tonight. Talk uh, Flyers. Update. Talk Birds. There's an update. Uh, halftime. It's tied 53 all. Oh, perfect. So, there goes so, the Sixers. So that minus four and a half is not looking so great right now. Not at all. Um, we'll do our TTP on Friday. If not, we'll throw it on the Instagram. Um, Joel, any last words? No. 
I mean, good to be back in the swing of things. Back-to-back episodes. No more uh, hiccups in forbidden episodes. And yeah. Glad to get on Brickell on. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Brickell, anything before we close the show? I just want to say thank you. And to everyone listening, tomorrow is another day. So we got this. There you go. Yeah. One day closer to the weekend. Uh, one last thing I wanted to mention, because I was looking through my phone the other day, deleting pictures. The Forbidden <laughs> episode, number 11, that might have been the best art we've ever had, and it was unreleased. <laughs> We're going to release that for the sake of releasing it. When we you hit 200 followers, I have it saved on my phone. I sent it to a bunch of my friends. I was like, dude, this is the episode we were going to do before my car broke down. And naturally, we didn't get a chance to do it. So yeah. it's good stuff. Joel edited uh, the oh. <laughs> Fireman Joe doesn't have an Instagram. So I just use a picture of a dog <laughs> as him. He edited both of our faces, my dog's face, and then Fireman Joe into a picture <laughs> of, um, of Ben Simmons taking a shot at practice. Well, that was our best that. art. We got to put that on the Instagram. Yeah, the forbidden episode. The forbidden episode. But it it's made in for a, a it's great, our version. What's that? Well, it made I was gonna say it made for a great uh title for the next episode. Yeah. Stop at ten. We we darn near did. Mm-hmm. Um that episode felt feels a lot like the uh, the the footage of Owen Hart falling. It's just nobody can ever see it or hear it. It's just buried away in a vault somewhere and uh it's not to be viewed, destroyed, or distributed. Terrible. Without the express written consent of the, T, uh, the PA turnbuckle. <laughs> well said. Well, with that, I want to thank both of you, as always. Thank, thank the gentle you. listeners out there. Remember, five-star review, you'll get read on the next episode. Um, enjoy your day, everybody. Thanks for listening. One day closer to weekend, one day closer to retirement. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye. Peace. <laughs>